Welcome to the Brand Ballers Podcast, where it's all about learning to build a brand that people understand. So this week, I want to try to be lazy again, and I want to pick Carl's brain and just talk about his experience or learn, learn from his experience on YouTube. And I think there's a lot that we can get from this because Carl's not like a, a YouTube superstar by any, cha- by any means, like not Beyonce, but he has over, <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that, man. But he has over 20,000 subscribers. And I think what's really good is his YouTube channel is bringing him in uh, business. And I think that's pretty interesting, especially for someone that's considering, you know, getting started with YouTube and how this could play into sort of your um, overall business. So I thought, Carl, you know, it'd be good to maybe ask you some questions, uh, learn about what's good and what's not from uh, about YouTube and yeah, let's take and finish off with some action steps. All righty, cool. Okay, yeah, no, I think you made a good point, though, in that it's not like a super duper popular YouTube channel, but the fact that it brings me business consistently, I think that's where um, I think that's where I can say, oh, yeah, it's working. And I think that's a big thing with, you know, this idea of thinking I'm going to commit a lot of time or put myself out there. Like, why? Uh, I don't want to just make a show about myself, but... I think you've done it in a, in a good way that present yourself as an expert and it's actually leading to uh, leads, sales leads uh, that are bringing well, you know, it's, yeah. yeah, it's true. That, that's the, been the best part. And it's funny because I, I, you know, I actually kind of neglected it for a while. And it wasn't until maybe the last year or so that I kind of um, sort of re-upped my game with it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then it, and then over the last, I guess, um, six months or so is when I really started saying, okay, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to focus more and produce a lot more content. Uh, but prior to that, uh, with the stuff that I had on there, I kind of left it for quite a while. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so I think it's even more telling just how powerful it can be if you decide to commit to it. Awesome stuff. All right, so that was my attempt to say anything this week. Carl, why don't we start off with the import- okay. <laughs> importance of, let's talk about the importance and what you did. Why don't you start off with the do's and don'ts of video? How would you start off okay. and, yeah, how, how would you suggest someone to start off? Okay, cool. Well, number one, do choose a clear topic, theme, or style and prepare to, you know, to adapt that over time. Don't think that, okay, I'm going to choose one and then that's it. I'm going to be stuck with it. So do choose something clear, do some, something that's a, that you want to talk about, but then be prepared to kind of change it when, you know, when, when the time is right. The second thing is don't get caught up in buying gear or thinking a certain camera is all you need to make good videos, quote unquote good videos, because what you probably have is better than you think and more than enough. For example, any of the newest iPhones, they're awesome. I mean, if people can shoot feature films on an iPhone, you can make a video about your business on it. Uh, The third thing, third do is make sure you prepare what you're going to say, even if it's just notes to avoid any kind of rambling. And it also just gives you some kind of focus. You can also have an archive of it. You can use that for blog posts, anything else. And I keep mine all in Evernote so I can look back and see what I've written. I can use those, you know, like I said, as newsletters, as blog posts, whatever. So those I say would be the do's and the don'ts. Awesome. I definitely with the rambling piece, having notes helps a lot. (laughs) Helps me a lot. Totally. (laughs) All right. Rambling man. (laughs) What, what else would you say? Well, I would say number two, the second most important thing is to be yourself rather than pretending to be someone you're not. Now, I know that there are people out there that probably have a persona online, and that's fine. If that is your, I guess, character, 
you know, that you're trying to portray to people and, and maybe it's not you in, in, in your real life, that's okay. However, for the most part nowadays, I think people appreciate authentic content and people just being authentic. And that's what branding is all about. If our podcast is all about branding, then definitely being authentic is very important, especially when it comes to video. So it also means that you really should be congruent with your brand image. So whoever you are online should be who you are and everywhere else, basically, if you're on LinkedIn, if you're on Twitter, if you're you know live in person, people should sort of get the exact same feeling about you wherever they encounter you. And so pretending to be somebody or something that you're not, it could lead to you know some negative backlash that uh, could potentially damage your brand in, in a really bad way. So and you know honesty is the best policy, right? <laughs> so it kind of goes against this thing that I've been hearing about you should fake it till you make it. And so this is sort of the advice where, uh, let's say you're, you're just starting, you haven't reached success, but you wanna, you wanna demonstrate to someone that you, you're an expert in some kind of field. So some people are actually saying, well, you have to fake it and, and just make it appear that you are a professional at, that, at some high level. And I don't know, I almost get the feeling that they're suggesting almost lying or, you know, being pretending to be someone that you're not. I mean, what do you feel about this? I think that'll always catch up to you. Yeah. So I think that no matter what, that'll always catch up to you. If you're, I think now, if people see the journey that you take to become an expert, I think that's great because then people can see that you're actually trying and they, they could follow that story and they can relate to it in some way. Maybe that's what they want to do themselves and they, and for whatever reason, they, they haven't been able to do it yet. So I think that authenticity is very good. I think if you if you have this uh, if you have this feeling that you you know a little bit more you don't have to know substantial amounts more of a of a particular topic than than the people that you want to teach about uh, you know teach I think then that can demonstrate I think you you're in a position to say like I'm an expert at something uh, because I know more than my audience so I'm able to use that to guide them a little bit it might not I might not know more than the people at the top of the industry but I know more than the people that I want to help. And that's where I feel that, that fake it till you make it kind of, you know, position yourself there and then it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that it's faking. I think that's positioning. I think that's exactly yeah. the word is positioning. How are you going to position yourself? Like you said, you can't position yourself as like the top most expert in the field, but you can be better than, you know, say, I don't know, 60% of all the people out yeah. there. Yeah. As an example of that, when, you know, the people say that if you read, uh, the the top three books on any particular subject, you'll know more than ninety percent of the of the uh, general public about that particular topic. And so that's what you can do. I mean, you can definitely do that and then start teaching from that. If that's if that's your passion and and if people, I guess, if they ask you questions or they you know you start talking more and people think, okay, yeah, this person really is legit, then you can build that build that build from that. However, if it all starts to crumble and fall apart around you, uh, then yeah, you probably didn't do it right or you you lied and got caught. Yeah. Okay. Cool stuff. What, what's another thing that we can learn from your experience? Well, definitely I think personality is huge and it's a big factor in branding. Um, I've seen people with YouTube channels who are very committed to their channels. However, their personality, not that I'm, not that I should judge because I don't think I have like the, the best personality in the world or whatever. I'm, you know, I'm pretty normal, I think. But I think that you have to develop the skill of being good on camera. 
And I think that it takes some time to kind of get there. Um, some people are naturally good at it. Not everyone is. And when you see people who aren't good at it, you you can really see the difference between people who are, who are good and then people who are like, oh, man, you got to stop. But, you know, you're not going to say that, obviously. But not, that's not what I mean. You should definitely continue. But um, there is a difference. And I think personality, especially when you're trying to build a brand, is definitely important. I can imagine that a lot of people, when they start off, like maybe in person, they're totally cool, but they get in front of a camera and they got the bug eyes, just like freak, <laughs> freaking out people. And I remember having a boss like this and the other people of the company had to tell this guy, you are scaring people whenever we're in the meetings, you, you need to blink. And I think that's, you know, that's a thing that <laughs> as simple as it sounds, like you have to practice that. And I think when, especially getting in front of a camera, uh, I even notice with myself, my the way that I uh, talk or the way that I'm, I hold myself, it does change a little bit, especially being in front of this microphone. Now that we've made love to this microphone for 36, uh, I don't know how many weeks now, <laughs> it becomes easier. But definitely when you <laughs> it takes for practice. Who, the microphone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the microphone's all loosened up now. <laughs> well, I'm not like sweating anymore, but you know, like, yeah, it definitely takes a... It, it takes uh, time, this whole, you know, bringing your personality into the things that you do because you're trying to do this thing I'm not used to. And when you're not used to something, I feel like it does, you're going to miss part of your personality because you're so focused on the, on the, uh, the skill that you have to bring into this. So, um, sure. I yeah. Like I mean, you're focused on just getting this stuff out, right? Yeah. You're trying to just get the information out. You're trying to remember it. You're trying to whatever. Um, I've seen people like that, like exactly those people who are who in person, who are very engaging, very dynamic, and then you see them on camera and you're like, it's a, it's like an evil clone. It's like they went to Bizarro World or something like that. You know, it's like this evil clone of, of that person. It's like it's, it's like an android, you know, whatever that person is. Not, it's not the person at all. So definitely you have to keep that uh, congruency also and kind of remember that it does take a little bit of time. And, you know, you, do ha you should have some kind of personality to your brand. I mean, think about like Nike, big brands like that there's definitely a personality to their brand. So, you know, they also know who their, uh, who their personality is targeting. So I think that's very important too. So if you are targeting like seniors, for example, you don't want to be, you know, PewDiePie, you know, for example, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> maybe you are, but you know, you gotta think about who you're targeting and who your audience is. Yeah. Very cool. Some action steps. What can we take away from this podcast, Carl? Okay, well, I think that there really is a lot that you can do with video, and there's just so many things to cover. I don't know if we can cover everything in a, in a single podcast, but definitely to get you started anyway, at least, number one, learn how to use your video equipment and figure out you know some of the basics about producing a video, such as just writing really simple scripts, uh, filming the thing, figuring out good lighting, good audio, you know, how you compose and like frame yourself. And then of course, editing. I think editing is like the, I think it's, I don't know if it's underrated skill, but it's mm -hmm. definitely the thing, the number one thing that can make or break your video. So editing is really important. And there are tons of books, tons of tutorials, tons of people like really awesome websites and, or sort of YouTube channels that teach you all this stuff. So just kind of go there, scour them, take what you can, learn and, and just, you know, put that stuff into action. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. I was actually. Thinking, Thanks, I was thinking about the editing piece. It's like, yeah. The uh, I think what was what was intimidating for me when starting a, a podcast is just thinking, okay, I'm gonna, ram you know, what if I fall into this thing? I'm gonna ramble and just go on and on. 
But because I understand how to uh, use GarageBand or you know, we, I use Final Cut to edit these, uh, I can just cut out all my uhs and stuff. So nine out of ten uhs and blah blahs are removed, and that's totally okay, and I'm I'm fine with that. And so the the final product is uh, kind of decent. So <laughs> we should we should have a podcast episode where it's just all like the uhs and blah blahs all together in one episode. <laughs> Just like all the ideas, they just come together at once. And so they just vomit. <laughs> so, right. All together. It's true. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, definitely okay. what, what you're saying, I, I mean, just thinking of using the iPhone as if you say that's your video equipment and just take it with you. And, you know, whenever you get a private moment, go to the bathroom and, and just practice a little bit. And I think just hearing yourself a few <laughs> while times. While you're sitting on, you're doing the number two. I know all the video uh, professionals. I know that that's what they're using their bathroom time for. So, I mean, just take advantage yeah. of these little moments. And I, it's really that repetition thing. You, you'll you just get used to it. You'll figure out how to edit it a little bit. And then it's good. I think so. But, you know, here's the one thing that's really interesting is that I actually got this question yesterday. Someone watched a video that I made in, in 2014. It was like a GoPro video with like the microphones, whatever. And they said, how do you get the video to look that good? I have no idea. My, all of mine turns out looking like crap. And I, and I thought, I just turned it on. <laughs> yeah. That's all I did. But I think that, the main, I think that what, I, what I did was I, I focused on lighting. I think if you're going to take away anything to do with video, lighting is probably, and audio, probably the two most important things. Yeah. True. Okay. What would, uh, well, let's move on. What, what would number two be? Okay, so number two for an action step is um, if you are committing to video as your preferred format in terms of branding and building your brand, get started with videos about your business. Obviously, you want to tell people what you do, who you serve, the processes, the FAQs, whatever you have, you know, do that. And you know, if you're if you're building your brand, also think about considering making weekly videos and being consistent with that. And and I think that is important. Not only are you making the videos, but kind of just be very consistent in keeping with either, you know, weekly or whatever you can handle uh, schedule. Ideally weekly because YouTube's algorithms do favor those people that upload more often. So mm -hmm. think about that. Okay. 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 Yeah. And I, for myself, uh, I, real, I realized uh, a little bit ago that a lot of people are, they'll ask me questions and I respond uh, via email. A lot of these questions I could probably just turn into a video and it would just it would answer a lot of people so yeah so that would help me get my video thing out you know business related videos uh, addressing people's questions I think it would allow me to talk show my personality and uh, and address things that probably other people are going to be curious about as well yeah totally and then it's much easier than like replying in an email every single time you can just say like you know just make like a list of those videos for example and then with the question next to it or something like that, and then just have the link there in you know in a document or whatever, and that we can just kind of like throw it in there instead of searching for the video every time, right? Do you think they'd be cool if I sent the email? I say, oh, I answered that. Just check out my ugly mug by clicking on this link. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Okay. Totally. You know, there was a time, I don't do this very often now because I, um, I don't actively look for as many people like, to connect with on LinkedIn. But what I would do before is it, I would find people that I want to connect with on LinkedIn. And once they accepted my invitation, I would make a video and send it to them. And I would just say, you know, hi, you know, so-and-so, 
uh, it's really great to meet you. I'm really interested in what you do. So I kind of mention what their business is, for example, or something they wrote or whatever. And I would then say to them, if there's ever anything that I can help you with, or I can, you know, if there's a person I can introduce you to or whatever, please let me know. I'd be more than happy to, you know, to, to help you out. So I wouldn't, pitch any of my services. I wouldn't say anything about myself. I would just say like, you know, you, 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 you're so cool. Mm -hmm. You know, I even made this video for you. You better like what I do or kind of, you better like me kind of thing. Uh, it works. People would reply and give really great positive um, uh, reactions to those. So yeah, videos can be used even that way. Hmm. I bet you're the only one doing that. Yeah, no, I think, I think people did say, I mean, one person had like quite a few um, LinkedIn connections, like, like massive amount of LinkedIn connections. And he said that never happened. Huh. That was like the first time you ever had that happen. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. So <laughs> okay. the third action step. Okay, let's go to the third one. So the third one is uh, it's related to search engines, and YouTube is a gigantic search engine. So you do want to optimize uh, your your descriptions and your videos for that search engine. So you want to learn how to properly write a YouTube description and to use the tags as well. So think about like longer tags, not just short ones like video, for example. So you want to say something like how to make business videos or something mm -hmm. like that would be a lot better. And then in your description, always make sure you put your website address somewhere in the description, either at the very top or at the very end. Usually I put mine at the top. And then that first paragraph, just make sure it has like the keywords or whatever it is you're focused on for that particular video. So those will definitely increase your chances of getting found online and mm -hmm. of course people watching your videos. Yep. And the idea with search search engines is that you're trying to figure you're basically trying to think what are people searching like how would they search and if you can figure out what that phrase is and then and then just put it in your description that's the idea it's going to help uh help so when someone types that in you're going to pop up at the top yeah i mean you can put that in your title i always put it somehow in my title if you're doing subtitles if you're writing if you have a script and you're following your script you can upload that as a caption file and, and then, you know, people can search and Google or Google and YouTube can search that as well and also make it easier for people to uh, read what you what you're saying as well to follow along. All right. All right. YouTube celebrity. Thank you for this. And that is this episode of the Brand Ballers podcast. Be sure to subscribe to get fresh new episodes each and every single week. And please let us know if you have any questions or topics that you'd like us to cover. Thanks for listening to Brand Ballers, learning to build a brand that people understand. <laughs>